This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Cheryl, this was a really fun episode. Oh, boy. I yes, know it it's about Britney Spears, but there yeah. is still a lot of we talk cover about a lot Babs. of other people. Some, yeah, somehow we cover a lot of other people. A lot of sexy people. <laughs> we cover a lot of very sexy people. Yes, yes. And there's an appearance from a clown horn. Huh? <laughs> well, you just spilled the beans. <laughs> But people don't know that that was me. I learned how to do the clown horn. Well, they do know now because you just said people don't know that was me. <laughs> I So I am, usually it's you and I have spilled some beans. But you're still going to love hearing about this documentary. Yeah. Do you want to say your thing? I do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Framing Britney Spears. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig. Hey, Cheryl. <laughs> uh, Why do you suppose it's so hard for us to get into an episode? I don't know, because it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a we- It doesn't, you know, how do you bring it up? Now, I, I feel like we've talked about this before, but do you think when things are safer in life that we yeah. will meet in person? I think that would be nice. Don't you? Yeah. I was just curious if you would, if you would feel like. If I like, never want to see you. Yeah. I, can, yeah. I will only want to talk to you over a weird. Zoom. T- Zoom. Yeah. Um, I have so many questions about this documentary. I don't know if I have the answers, but I have some thoughts. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. Very curious to hear your thoughts as well. <laughs> Do you want to tell people what it is? Mm, Yeah. So today we're talking about framing Britney Spears. 
So Framing Britney Spears is a 2021 TV documentary directed by Samantha Stark. It profiles the rise of pop star Britney Spears, her place within American culture, and the recent hashtag Free Britney movement that has centered around concerns about Britney's conservatorship. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Conservatorship. How do you say it, Tig? I I don't. (laughs) Overseen by her father. The film was produced by the New York Times and is distributed by Hulu and FX. I watched this right when it came out before I knew that we would be doing this. I did it solely because I was interested in seeing it. Was it what you thought it would be? Well, I learned a lot. I mean, I realized that um, kind of similarly to how I felt when we watched Tiger Woods, I realized I haven't followed that closely with what's been going on. I thought that Britney Spears was a child who became famous. Mm-hmm. That and is then, true so far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Went off the rails. Mm-hmm. Um, did things like... She shaved her head. We all know that. Shaved her head yeah. and like um, mm-hmm. hit her umbrella on a car. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just stuff... Just sort of background noise where you're like, yeah. okay, those celebrities are nuts. Yeah. And, yeah. and married a guy that people were making fun of and... I didn't realize that her father controlled all of her money. I had no idea about that. Well, right. So that's what this documentary is. A lot of it is about her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so Britney Spears is a grown woman yeah. who her father has been in control of her money and her life choices, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's odd and it's hard to understand how it happened and why it's still happening and people are freaking out that it's still happening. Let, let's just listen to, so, so just so everyone knows, she's Brittany is from a small town in Louisiana. She got an agent in New York. And what I find very interesting is that her parents really struggled financially, but they knew that it was very important to Brittany to pursue this entertainment career so they worked hard to let her go to new york to try to be a um for britney spears to try to <laughs> try to be a britney spears so i think that's a part of it's a big part of the puzzle for me because i think people are very happy to attack her dad jamie spears Mm-hmm. Do you like hate her dad after watching this? I feel like I don't know all of the information. That's how I feel. I feel like it was weird that the New York Times is, you know, doing this documentary because I felt like it was very one-sided. Yeah, I was watching it thinking, okay, if she is on drugs and she is being reckless and putting her life or her children's lives in danger, then it seems like she probably needs somebody to handle her life. Right. But if that is something that she's recovered from that's long gone and she's done work on it, then it seems like I need to write a hashtag free Britney at some point. But I feel like I don't have all of the answers. Yeah, I feel like I don't have all of the answers either. Or even enough of the answers. Yeah. You want to start out with um, Kim Kanan, Mm -hmm. 
of Jive Records. Mm-hmm. By the way, why is it called Jive? Jive Records. That's like 1970. I mean, do people even say the word jive anymore? I mean... Do you say jive? I'm going to go... Well, yeah, if somebody is... Well... When do you say jive? When do you... When somebody's doing what? Well, when somebody is... Is jive talking? Yeah, I'm surprised (laughs) I haven't said it more to you. I don't need no more of your jive talking. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope that you're... You really mean it when you say that you're going to start using jive talking more because I would appreciate that. Well, I'm hoping you will stop with your jive talking. I'm not going to start using jive talking more. I'm just hoping that there is going to be a day where you will stop all of your jive, jive talking. talking. Okay, so Kim Kanan from Jive Records talks about mm-hmm. her interactions with Britney's parents. Mm-hmm. Let's just hear this for one second. Her mother would do whatever it took personally and for the family's sake, for Britney to be a star. Lynn supported Britney. I want to say Lynn because I never talked to her father. The only thing Jamie ever said to me was, my daughter's going to be so rich, she's going to buy me a boat. That's all I'm going to say about Jamie. Okay. And I'm sorry, that woman is from Jive Records? Kim is from Jive Records. That's, I think, the biggest issue. That's the biggest issue I have with this documentary is the way this woman looks. Like if she, if 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 I were a singer or musician, mm-hmm. and somebody told me they had set up a meeting with Jive Records, mm-hmm. and she walked in uh-huh. with her briefcase <laughs> and said, "Hello, I'm I'm Kim Kanan. I'm Kim from Jive Records," and put her briefcase on the desk and mm-hmm. clicked open the briefcase mm-hmm. and then got out, you know, record contracts mm-hmm. and stuff. I would feel like I was being scammed. Yeah. She, she, she looks like somebody that maybe belongs to a small town church. Yeah, she looks like a bit of a church lady. This is a white woman with... Which is fine and great. It's fine. Jo- if you're you know, a white a woman that goes to a, a church, to, to church club, fine, that's but, fantastic. But don't start Jive Records. Yeah, <laughs> no, because you want to meet somebody. You would be excited about that person that shows up like in the, I don't know, the pants In a suit. limousine. Like yeah, in with a the... long stretch limousine. Yes. Like some sort of hat. They have to be wearing some sort of weird hat. Yeah, you got to put a hat on. You got to smoke a cigar. Somebody's got to smoke a cigar. You got to crack open the whiskey. You Not can't have a secretarial lady. looking Mm-mm. perm and yeah. uh, a floral shirt <laughs> or blouse. That's a blouse. That's not a shirt. I, I think I've only used the word blouse twice. Well, it was called for in this. Yeah. And she probably didn't start Jive Records, right? Well, even that Jive Records hired her and said, yeah, we want you to represent us. It's a little shocking (laughs) that she's going into clubs and saying, flashing her card. And everyone's like, oh, gosh, the woman from Jive Records is here. And they're like, where? And they're like, right there. Where? Which one? That one right there. With the white lady with, with the, the sandals on, <laughs> with the blouse and the and the and the gardening tennis shoes, right over there. She's carrying oh a pail full of flowers. Uh, right there, she's here to sign us. Yeah. She also brought us some fresh baked cookies. <laughs> 
That's what it would be like getting signed by her. You sit there you were and like, she's huh. like, I made you some cookies. <laughs> yeah, so Kim, so that, yeah, so that was Kim from Jive Records. And which I also didn't find that, I don't know, that her dad said, my daughter's going to be so rich, she's going to buy me a boat one day. That to me. Too crazy. I don't find that too crazy. No. That's like a little fantasy. Right. He's not saying, I want her to pay all my bills. Right. He's not saying, we're going to get her a record deal because I want a boat. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like an angry. People can, t- and it might be. It might, it be. might be. It might be. That's the other but thing. people can take a sound bite yeah. and use it in any way. You know what it That's reminds true. me of? What? Tell me. Is, and I've always wanted to do this in my stand-up, but I can't quite find the right angle. But I've always found it so hilarious Yes. when there is somebody running from the police mm-hmm. and they show all the different pictures of the person mm-hmm. of their different looks mm-hmm. and it looks so criminal, but it's also just, okay, he has a mustache here. Oh, he has a goatee <laughs> here. He has, he, you know what it is? Yeah. There's a slant. Yeah, he's got his hand in, in the pocket of his hoodie, and it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, or, or just he's wearing a hoodie in one picture. He's yeah. got a mustache in another picture. He's got a, <laughs> and they're just like, here he is changing his looks over the years. And it's like, it's I same. doubt that's exactly what's happening. He just has a hoodie on his head. He has a yeah. mustache here. He he's has a goatee. tennis shoes. Oh, he's got boots on. <laughs> Here he is at a Halloween party, and he's a pumpkin. <laughs> so people can make it anything they want. Is what exactly. I understand. Exactly. I also don't want to seem out of the gate like yeah. we're all for no. Mr. Spears. No. We're just reasonable people. We are. I feel like we are Except reasonable. Except for all your jive talking. But oh. go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Oh, my God. <laughs> so when she started out... Brittany's mom asked this woman, Felicia mm-hmm. Culotta, if she would tour with Brittany and stay with Brittany and sort of watch over her because Brittany's parents also had a young kid at home, Brittany's sister. Mm-hmm. And this woman, I mean, did you just love Felicia? Very nice. She was very sweet, very down to earth. really love Brittany and yeah. care about her. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that seemed to work for a while, right? But as a parent, mm, yeah, is there anybody that you would send cat mm. around the world with? Yeah, I have like a, I have a few best friends that I would be uh-huh. that I would feel like. But also, I would fly out there and see her. I would not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let it go unchecked for so long. That seems. Well, how often are you going to fly and meet Kat while she's touring? While she's touring the globe uh, as a pop star. Oh, once a month. How about you? Once a month. Yeah. How about you and once the boys? a month? Yeah. Oh my gosh. What are you saying? Is that too I much don't... or too little? I don't understand what you're, why you're flabbergasted. I don't think I could do it. Do what? I don't think I could let them go. First of all, if they want to be pop stars yeah. or actors, the answer is no until they're eighteen. See, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is very interesting because you're right. When you ask, when you talk to actors and musicians and they say, oh, do your kids want to go into the business? Most of the time, the parents, you know, these actors are 
They're like, I hope not. It's not even that I hope they don't. I hope they find their joy in a very fun, healthy, great way. I would not say I don't want them to act. I don't want them to play professional sports or be a comedian or musician. But if they want to, great. But they just can't do it until they are an adult. So then when they turn 18, it's fine for them to tour around the country without you? Um, well, you know, I'm hoping that they'll both want to live at our house for the rest of their lives. But <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, my God. Cut to these guys are going to be 40, like sitting in the basement. Yeah, we need to get playing a video games. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, I would have to let them go do what they want. What if Kat wanted to? I feel the same way. Like, I would not want her to do it at a young age mm-hmm. because it's it's too much for a young mind to process. Yeah. And just like in this documentary, what Brittany experiences, she's a young girl mm-hmm. and she rises to fame very quickly and people start, grown adults are getting into her business in a way that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bizarre. I mean, so we have um, a little clip with Diane Sawyer who has been criticized a lot from this Mm -hmm. she hasn't responded to the criticism right not that i know of i don't think so but i never talked to diane but she was interviewing um britney and this is one of the questions that she asked Mm -hmm. britney spears has upset a lot of mothers in this country starting with the wife of the governor of maryland really if i had an opportunity to to shoot britney spears i think i would oh that's horrible that's really bad. Because of the example for kids and how hard it is to be a parent. Well, that's really sad that she said that. Ew. I'm not here to, you know, babysit her kids. I like her response there. I know. <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, what is Diane Sawyer's point of echoing? Right. A grown woman who's saying she wishes she could shoot her because of her influence i know instead of diane sawyer saying wow that is so highly inappropriate and alarming and that even that her saying that got any oxygen and people are showing it or people have heard it was beyond the scope of what's acceptable and then for diane sawyer to say yeah here's her saying this how does that make you feel it's like yeah i mean britney's response was so perfect right was just ew that's i know and it was very sweet because she's a young girl and she's like ew yeah it's really indicative of how things have changed and what's acceptable Mm. um Mm. and britney spears is such a marker for that because Mm. at that time it was so acceptable to just as they've talked about in the documentary late night hosts and you know people uh what is it when fodder roasting Mm. and yeah fodder all that it was so acceptable and there was such a a detached right way right that 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 people function right where we don't even think about britney spears as having real feelings yeah Yeah. once again and when we're talking about a young girl i mean we just talked to Billie eilish's mom maggie baird Mm -hmm. was on our Mm -hmm. show and it was interesting because she and Patrick, the dad, mm-hmm. they really thought about all of this. You know, they uh-huh. 
And she explained it really well. She said it's a very um, complicated world, the music world. And there's a lot that goes into it. And Maggie, um, you know, when we were saying, well, why don't you get a new um, house (laughs) that's bigger than... Well, you were saying that. (laughs) That's bigger than like three rooms. And she was like, well, what if all this disappears tomorrow? Yeah. But, you know, they have this healthy attitude and with Billy and they want to make sure that she knows who she is in her heart and that she's loved. And when you watch this with Britney Spears, you don't... I did not, certainly did not feel that, that connection with her parents. And I didn't understand where her mom was in all of this. Did you understand mm-hmm. where her mom was in all of this? No, not at all. Because, yeah, so she, she gets very famous, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where I even heard of her. <laughs> and then people start making fun of her. Actually, uh, honestly, I was dating somebody when Britney Spears came out Mm -hmm. and I so did not understand. It was before she was what she was. She was just kind of hitting Uh and people were buying her records and all that. But I remember, I mean, being supportive of my girlfriend at the time that she liked Britney Spears. But I remember thinking that it was a child. Uh Yeah. I don't know. I was I was confused. And it took a while for Britney Spears to kind of reveal herself to me and for me to understand what this phenomenon was. Well, I think she really, I mean, no offense to your girlfriend. I don't know how old she was at the time, but um, a lot of Britney's Britney's fans were young girls. Right, but there were also adults that thought it was really fun to like Britney Spears. A lot of adults? Some. <laughs> Just in that fun kind of like, um, hey, cheeky way like, of like Turn up the radio and like sing yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. Um, so she gets really famous. And here's where I have trouble sort of tracking the story. Mm. When you're talking about the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. So she had to have one in place be- because... Because she, she shaved her head? She was young. No, because she was young? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I I assumed it was. But who was it before it was her dad? I don't know. I I would assume that her business managers and parents and everybody was handling her money before. And then when she turned 18, that maybe she had control of it. And maybe she lost control of her life in some way. And it was ruled in favor of her father. Yeah. The timeline is weird. Okay, let's just go through the timeline for one second. Mm-hmm. So okay. she becomes this huge superstar, right? Right. She meets Justin Timberlake. Oh, were they both mm-hmm. Musketeers? He was a Musketeer. <laughs> was it? Oh, right, were right. They- yeah, yeah. I was thinking of her <laughs> husband. So it is hard to like, you know, take it all seriously when it's like the two Musketeers get together and people are fascinated by it. Yeah. It's like, why are people? Why were people so? They were fascinated by by. The Musketeers. I, I think also because Britney Spears was so objectified in this right. sexual way and she was a Musketeer mm. and that they were publicly claiming to not be having sex. Which right. Which pe- everybody... Having sex. Well, we don't know that for sure. Yes, How we do. We know? She said no. I think Justin has since said yes, they were having <laughs> sex. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, which is well, the no. case. Of, hold on a second. I'm oh. still doing this. <laughs> which is often the case when people are saying they're not having sex. They are having sex. Okay. Uh, thank God we got through that. Um, There's more. No, no, no. Please, please. We get it. Okay. We get it. People lie about having sex. Yeah. In both directions, by the way. People lie and say, yes, I had sex. And people. Isn't that another boy band? Both directions? <laughs> There's one Justin Timberlake. He was in. What one was direction. He in? One. Five, five guys. I don't know. No, that's a hamburger place. Five guys. Well, what? A, five guys pizza. <laughs> he was in that no, boys man. And then, and then, and then uh, there was directions. the other boys man. Boys man, both directions. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (laughs) Okay, should we go back to uh, Diane Sawyer again for one second? Uh Here's her interviewing Britney Spears. This is also weird. So this is right after they broke up, after Justin and Brittany. After the Musketeers I don't want to spill the beans, but they did not stay together. They're not together. And I think they made national headlines. (laughs) I definitely think they made national headlines. Well, you just said earlier you didn't think they made national headlines. Well, I've changed my mind. You're right. Oh, because people are saying they're not having sex. They are having sex. 
Oh, my God. Let's listen to the clip. Yes. I have to ask a couple of things about Justin. Okay, of course. He has gone on television and pretty much said, you broke his heart. You did something that caused him so much pain, so much suffering. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? What did you do to that poor, beautiful, innocent Musketeer. <laughs> what did you do to him, Brittany? I mean, what were these questions? How old was she? She was young at this point. Yeah, I, I can't. I feel like just trying to imagine sitting down with a child. And being, being so like, serious. Yeah. Hey. What did you hey. do? Hey, what did you do what, to that what did you, you? to that guy? Yeah. He's never going to be the same, Mm-mm. little 17-year-old. Oh, little 17-year-old. <laughs> Listen to me, little 17. You, you have ruined his oh. life. But then, okay, listen. They broke up, and then she marries. Let me ask you something first. Okay. Before she married Kevin Federline, she married another guy. I don't know if it was before or after. Oh, in Vegas. Yes. And I, so, for a day. For 55 hours. And I only know this because I am friends with Jason Alexander, the actor, uh-huh. Jason Alexander. And we were talking okay. one day and he said, Britney Spears married a guy named Jason Alexander. Mm. <laughs> he said, he said he was just like minding his business one day and he's getting hundreds of texts and phone calls like, did you just marry Britney Spears? <laughs> out like are you in vegas did you just marry britney spears he's like what the fuck is going on out there i vaguely remember hearing that (laughs) could you imagine it's like (laughs) britney spears ran off with jason alexander (laughs) from seinfeld (laughs) i saw this coming (laughs) once <laughs> once things once, ended with Justin Timberlake, and she went those straight two were in the same room to Jason Alexander. <laughs> and then once that was over, she's gonna go to Kevin Federline. <laughs> she goes, she's gonna make a pit stop to Jason Alexander <laughs> before she goes to Kevin Federline. <laughs> and you know, oh um, my God, um, Stephanie made a really interesting point yeah. that I didn't even think about. There was so much made about what a loser, how trashy Kevin Federline was, you know, or like stupid or yeah, just, like they, they, bad, people were just whatever it was. Yeah. Like they yeah, didn't like him. Trash. I couldn't tell you just why. Just so many things. Right. And she was saying if he appeared on a red carpet today, people would think he was the most handsome. He's dressed Back then, the way people dress now. And he's got the same vibe that people have Ah. now that are taken seriously and people find them attractive and handsome. And he was treated so terribly as well when she married him. Yeah, why? Because he wasn't a Mouseketeer and that's what everybody wanted to see. Well, he was all tattooed. Yeah, the tats. Yeah. The stick and pokes. Probably not. He probably had professionals do it. His vibe is so the vibe that people have now. Right, but people did not want to see it. They thought that, oh no, Britney's going off the deep end with this guy. Yeah. 
and then she has kids with him. Yeah. And then things Adorable children. Really? Things are really, things are going off the rails now because the paparazzi is after Britney Spears so much. I was out to eat in Los Angeles. You know, have you been to Pache? Mm-mm. It's just, a, it's a really cool restaurant. And I was there one night having dinner and there's this side area where there's a booth mm-hmm. where you can just kind of, it's very private. Sort of the sneak little in. Booth. And, mm-hmm. Very small restaurant though. Mm-hmm. tiny restaurant and i remember while i was having dinner britney spears came there with her dog while she was in the middle of this crisis mm-hmm. and sat in that booth mm. and had dinner mm. and there was paparazzi all over just waiting restaurant. for her yeah. to step yeah. outside of the restaurant meanwhile having no idea that i was in there yeah paparazzi didn't know. They didn't know that you were in there. and They didn't know. And if they did. She she overshadowed. Even you. Yeah, me. That's hard to believe. Do you get paparazzied? Uh, I like that you use it as a verb. Not usually, but I do remember mm-hmm. there were places that you go. Or mm-hmm. back in the day. I mean, now that there's been a pandemic, I think. It's, it's, I mean, there's no paparazzi, but people aren't hanging outside. But uh, I remember like being in Beverly Hills and walking around and I was with Kat. She was little. Mm -hmm. She was like three or four. And uh, they wouldn't stop following me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, guys, I am not doing anything interesting. Mm -hmm. Like go somewhere else. This is not, it's nothing. We're walking you know, mm-hmm. and it's weird because they're walking backwards and now I'm worried that they're going to fall off the curb and they're going to hurt themselves and blah, blah, blah. Well, so I don't usually get it. But once in a while, if somebody, you know, they'll, it's like a, if one person says, oh, there's such and such, then they all decide, oh, this is a big, this is exciting over here, over <laughs> here. And you're like, who are you talking about? Do you get it? Do you get paparazzi Um... I like how you use that. Yeah, well, um, I'm going to start using it. I probably get paparazzi as often as you do. I mean, I've gotten it before very uncomfortably when I left therapy once. <laughs> 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 and then another time when I was leaving a coffee shop, my friend Martha Kelly, who um, was on the show Baskets, mm-hmm. before she was as known as she is now we were just having coffee and uh we left and this guy had his video camera and he was saying tick you know walking backwards Mm -hmm. and talking to me and martha who is the most reclusive quiet shy person when he appeared with his his huge those cameras are huge yeah and um she got so startled and I'm not exaggerating. She jumped into the bushes while we were walking down the sidewalk. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was, I was trying to explain to her that, um, they, they weren't trying to film her. (laughs) There was no, there was no reason for her to jump into the bushes. She injured herself with twigs and you know, she was so, you have to understand her or know her. Um, she's a frightened little feral animal. Well, I mean, it is, it is a little terrifying because people are, mm. they're coming at you and 
they really won't leave you alone until you Mm -hmm. get into your car. And even then they're all standing around your car and you can't really drive away. I mean, and I'm talking about my paparazzi compared to Britney Spears paparazzi (laughs) is probably a little different. (laughs) But when you watch this film, you see these guys and they're mostly guys, not that Mm -hmm. it matters, but they're invasive. They do this thing where they try to act like your friend, but they're not. It's, I know it's the weird. They're hey Tim, hey. what's going on? How's your day going? <laughs> How's Stephanie and the kids? How are the boys? What are they like four now? And you're just like, who are you? It's <laughs> who? weird. It's- Where's Stephanie? <laughs> are you just out for a walk, having lunch? What's going on? I I true. I, please. <laughs> Yeah. Are you supposed to be like, are you supposed to just give in and just be, oh, things are good. Stephanie's <laughs> home doing laundry and Max, he's not feeling well today. He's home from school and oh, Finn's so into baseball. Like you would have to be mentally ill, uh, yeah. right? Yes. 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 Just talking into a camera with a stranger. Yes. Just, yeah. Oh, I just got out of therapy. I have some really <laughs> deeply rooted issues. Haven't figured them out yet. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'm, here next week, guys. Struggling <laughs> through life, you know. So, okay, back to Brittany. So she, so she just had this baby, and now, you know, the paparazzi is hounding her and following her, and then they take a video of her in her car with her infant on her lap driving. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, it's not great. It's not great. If you pulled up to a light and you saw Britney Spears with a baby on her lap. I probably you... want to take a picture because I would be like, oh. Th- oh, is... I can make some money with the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> You'd paparazzi her. <laughs> I, would, I would just be like, somebody needs to uh, intervene, have a talk. Uh-huh. Like this is. Would you go over there and knock on her car window and say. Um, I know we're just at a red light, but you have a baby on your lap? Um, I don't think so. Because she knows she has a baby on her lap. You're not breaking news. Right. Do you? Would you? Would you get out of your car and knock on the w- window? I might, actually. I might go over and, and knock on the window and say, um, is there something I can help you with? Right. Um, and, and I see the car seat be... in the back seat. Can I... Can I help you yeah. get, get that Can baby Can I help in? you get the baby in there? But you know what's weird about that is there was a, another adult in the car, right? In the passenger seat. Am I crazy? But they were doing that to flee the paparazzi, right? Yes. It's kind of like get attacked or trampled by but, these. But why not, if you're going to have the baby in your lap, and I'm not saying anybody should keep their baby on their lap when they're driving a car, but... Oh, it's hard to understand when you talk like that. <laughs> let the other adult drive the car and sit in the back seat with your baby on the lap, right? Why do you want a baby? I don't on the want lap a baby a on my car. That's why I was saying it that way. No, I'm uh, saying nobody, uh, nobody drive with a baby on your lap. It's never a good idea. But if you have to, I mean, people do it in New York all the time. Well, and people did it all the time before the 80s. Right. I mean, you just like plop a baby in the car seat and hope they don't tump over. T- is tump a word? Nope. Yes. It's Southern dialect. T- are you saying T-U-M-P? Yeah. How do you spell tump? Mm. T-U-M-P. <laughs> it's not a word. If we were it, playing it, Scrabble, I- if we were playing Scrabble and I said, t- and I put down the word tump, uh huh, would you be like, oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, uh, you, you just got absolutely. 12 points. It's, it is Southern dialect, <laughs> Cheryl. No I'm surprised you don't. No Top. Oh, Google it right now. I'm going to Google it Google right it now. Google it right Everybody pause Please. the episode yes. and Google Tump. T-U-M-P. To tump. To, to knock tump. something over. A small. This is what I have. Tump. Tump does come up, but it says a small rounded hill or mound. Or a clump of trees, shrubs, or grass. Google deeper. Google <laughs> deeper. Saying, by the way, they're all nouns. It's okay. not a verb. It's nobody's... Hey, I don't know the difference between nouns and verbs. I have a seventh <laughs> oh, no. grade education. No, we have to go through this. Every podcast, we have to talk about our education. How dumb I am. <laughs> but Google deeper. It's tump. Do, Google tump in Southern okay, dialect. Look, I'm looking. At, okay, now I'm looking at... Urban Dictionary. Yeah, tump. Uh, it says, hey, yo, you try and go tump right quick. Hmm. A Canadian way to say you're going to no, Google smoke. Southern dialect oh. and tump. Tig, Southern we're, dialect. We're getting off This track. is why people pay a no. lot of money. <laughs> so just... Just Google it. I'm Googling it. Here's an article by Texas Monthly. Talk like a Texan. Is tumping Texan? I believe it is. I lived in Texas for years and we tump things over there. All right. All right. Well, let's agree to disagree. Let's tump it. (laughs) Let's. Why did we even say tump? Well, because you don't want to tump tump a baby. We don't want the baby to tump over. Yeah. See, now you're using it. I'm never going to use them. Um. (laughs) Okay, if there's anybody out there who uses the word tump, I would like to hear from you because I... But let's not clog the social media <laughs> and email uh, okay. airways with all the tump. Okay, you know what else I thought was weird about this? Hmm. Tell me if this did not strike you. So at some point, at some point, mm-hmm. she's trying to get her father away from being the conservator, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she hires an attorney named Mr. Streisand. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I'm very immature and that struck me as funny. And I, <laughs> uh, would you not hire an attorney named Mr. Streisand? Hey, Mr. Streisand? I guess I would, but I would always laugh every time I said it. I don't know why. I feel like there's only one Streisand. There's not. <laughs> there are, there's... I'm sure there are lots of Streisands In out fact, there. she has a son. Bar- Barbara? Babs. You think his last name is Streisand? I don't know. <laughs> well, she came from some Streisands, right? Yeah, there. I'm sure there are other. But you Streisands. feel like her whole family—she's the end of the family tree. That was. The I think last she's the Streisand. one and only. Okay. She's the one, and you know, she came to my house for game night once. Have I told you that? No. Yeah, I was throwing a party for my friend. She oh, was... I guess we're gonna hear this story. <laughs> party for my friend who uh, you know she's one of those people that's like I know exactly what I want at this party so why don't I just do it for you which I'm like great mm-hmm. so all I'm doing is saying you can everybody can come to the house but yeah. so she had control over you know who was invited and this and that and she was like Barb- Barbara's coming and I was like oh okay Barbara who and she's like uh, Barbara Streisand were you thinking Barbara Bush <laughs> I think she should have said Babs is coming. Mm, then that would have been clear. Yeah, then you know. So I was like, okay, fine. I thought, mm-hmm. of course, she's not coming to play running charades. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, 
she shows up and I'm like, uh, hey, we have a taco truck. Could, <laughs> could, could we get you a taco? And she's like, I would love one. What kind? I was like, whatever you want. There, there's chicken, beef, or um, pork. And she's like, I'll take the pork, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I was like, wow, uh, okay. And then later she said it was one of the most delicious tacos she's ever had. Cheryl, that is, <laughs> is, that, is one a- of the greatest stories. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I just. Wanted- I hope you keep that fresh in your story Rolodex. <laughs> I'm just saying it because she was very down to earth in a way that uh, I did not. She ex- ordered pork tacos. <laughs> well, I thought if I said. There's a taco truck that she'd be like, no, thank you. Shut it down. No, thank you. I'm bad. <laughs> I don't eat. I don't eat from a taco truck. That's what I was, was expecting. And she was quite the opposite. And we couldn't, she, pry, we couldn't pry her from that taco <laughs> truck. Babs, get off the pork. <laughs> um, Stephanie and I went and saw her in concert. Mm. And she ended um, one of her songs with, you bet your ass. <laughs> she finished the song With, and like the, the like the last word that came out of her mouth in the song was ass finished and then you bet your ass <laughs> we laughed so hard in fact Stephanie posted it on Instagram but um we were also fascinated because her concert seems to be completely scripted Oh, her banter in between songs. She had a teleprompter Whoa. and she was reading between what? songs. Hey, really, Orlando, yeah. it's good yeah. to be here. Exactly. I mean, I hate to toot my own horn, but back to me for a second. <laughs> I wish you had a different horn. I really wish you had a different horn. That is like a weird clown horn. Okay, forget I said that. But then Barbara invite, invited me over to her house for dinner. Okay. And oh, the story continues. <laughs> Wait, was she serving pork? <laughs> no, I think it was fish. But one thing that I thought was very, I didn't know this about her, but maybe you do. She has a lot of dolls. Do you know this? <laughs> I did not know this. So when you walk into her house... There yeah. are dolls everywhere, like on her stairs. There I have the do- same thing. <laughs> what would you think if you came over to my house and I had a gigantic doll collection? I would be like, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, like, that makes Stephanie sense. Stephanie left me. I've been drinking and I've, yeah, but I got I've these been dolls. on Amazon. <laughs> Online shopping. And I, have, I have dolls. <laughs> But anyway, that I thought people might want to know that about Barbara. She that you bet your ass. <laughs> she's down the earth, and she has a lot of dolls. <laughs> and she's you know she's very cool. She's funny, and she's you know Wait, is having your house full of dolls like hoarding dolls. Is that down to earth? Well, first of all, I never said hoard. You did. No, no, I did you not. You said hoard. No, I, said I did talk. not. Collect. She collects dolls. And is that down to earth? Well, I mean, 
I don't think it has to do with being, I don't think it has right. to do with being down. I'm just saying she is the type that she's like, go ahead, put your feet up on the coffee table. Don't worry about it. And you would not expect that from Barbara. And Str- did she actually say, put your feet up on the coffee yes. table? Yes. Okay. Because I went into her screening room. You know what? It's not about me. Let's get back to this. So it was just you having dinner by yourself. And then you wandered into the no, it was room? me and and Bobby and her and uh, Mr. Streisand and James Brolin, yeah. Babs and then we and had Jim. then we had dinner and then we watched a movie in their screening room. Great. Okay. And what'd you have? Fish. You said. fish. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tig. Listen, mm-hmm. we got to get back on track here. Mm-hmm. So back back to Brittany. She's she has a lot of issues, right? She's going off the rails. She's getting divorced. Kevin Federline wants custody of the children. And she ends up losing custody of her children. Was she, in fact, on drugs? I don't know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the problem. I don't know. and But I do know that it's difficult to lose custody of your children as a mother. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. um, I think you really have to show the court that there are extreme reasons why. Oh, right. I think, remember that when she locked herself in the closet and was, there was some moment, I can't remember if she was threatening something, but I feel like that was a really pivotal moment because she... Once again, we're really focused on the documentary and the details that we're supposed to be... (laughs) I mean, would it kill us to take notes when we watch these documentaries? (laughs) I think she was locked, locked herself in a closet. I don't remember that at all, but... Uh, or maybe she was locked in her house. I, I just, I feel like there was something where she had her kids. I feel like that was a pivotal moment where she maybe lost um, some credibility as a parent. I mean, she was going out a lot. She was hanging out with Paris Hilton and... Um, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't know that. But by the way, I don't think people lose, lose custody of their children for hanging out with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton. There was probably more involved than Right. We I know. mean, there's people that are homeless and on drugs that the courts give yeah. an opportunity to over and over and over yeah. again. To... But, yeah. So so Mr. Streisand found out that he could not get involved. James Bolin? <laughs> Brolin. Brolin. <laughs> Whatever. He, he, he found so out. So Babs and James <laughs> find out. He found out that he could not get involved because there were medical um, records that he was not allowed to see. Mm-hmm. And so the conservatorship stayed as per. Yeah. So it started this whole movement of brief, brief Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> that, hello, hashtag brief Brittany. <laughs> That's that's gonna be that merch is gonna fly off the shelves. Hashtag Brie Fritney. It started it started people online with a hashtag free Britney because they felt like the dad the dad uh, was controlling her. At some yeah. point she checked into a mental facility. Mm-hmm. And even though the report is that she checked in on her own accord, her fans are sure that somehow the dad is behind manipulating it. it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's hard to know what is actually going on. There are probably two sides of the story that 
we just don't there see. There usually is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It feels like this documentary has certainly gotten the conversation going and a lot of newfound interest in is she being wronged? Is she being controlled against her will? Right. And I think that whatever the case, it's important that the film was made so that... Yeah, it's shining a light on it and people can check on her in some sort of way. I mean... Mm -hmm. Am I crazy or is it... Yes. (laughs) Is it slightly weird that there are free Britney activists? Like somebody who calls themselves a free Britney activist? I felt that way. I felt a little torn about that because it does just seem like they're just fans. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the other side of it is Gosh, if she is being abused in some way, good thing that they're that the um, out there honking motivated. their horn. Am I doing it? good. Yeah. Can you do it faster? Oh, well, well, for some no, reason it like got that. higher. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I now I like it. Okay, um, <laughs> take, we have to wind it. We have to wind it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to record uh, an, oh, another okay. podcast. This that's is not an award winning or actually award nominated. Not I'm sorry. appropriate to be talking oh. about it. At Don't this ask point. Tig. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so just to wind it down, mm-hmm. there have been some apologies since this. Um, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Who yeah. had said, you know, on a, a radio talk show that he had effed her? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> I mean, so he's since said he's deeply sorry for the times in his life where his actions contributed to the problem, something mm-hmm. like that. And so, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it's good that he apologized? Do you feel like? Uh, it's too little too late well i think it's nice does it feel like you're apologizing um not because you're sorry but because you want to save your career i don't know i felt like it i thought it was nice mm-hmm. and i think it was you know what a decent human being could do yeah you can't turn back time for sure yeah i was just curious how you felt oh how did you how do you feel I, I feel the same. I feel like there's always time and room for an apology. It yeah. obviously doesn't mean that it's going to be accepted, but right. um, but you certainly appreciate it more when people do that rather than not. Um, yeah, yeah. Diane Sawyer. Hey, Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Hello, we know you're listening. <laughs> oh, now you're doing it. Do okay. you think Diane Sawyer's listening? Yes. She, Hello, Diane. She is folding her laundry and listening to this. <laughs> Trust me, I know this to be true. So is Babs. Hey, Babs. Okay, listen. Let's head. It's you time. your ass. <laughs> and then could you see it in the uh, teleprompter? You bet your ass. Yeah. Oh. Go to Stephanie's... Um, <laughs> 
her Go IG? to Stephanie's Instagram okay. and, and look for the um, clip of okay. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> so okay. Funny. Listen, it's time for Happily it Ever basically, After It oh. basically, ending the song with You Bet Your Ass feels like ending a song with Shabang! <laughs> Shaboom! <laughs> I'm going to start ending a lot of conversations with you bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your ass. <laughs> anyway. Maybe auditions. Right before mm-hmm. you walk out the door, you're like, you bet your ass. <laughs> I would do shebang <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> okay, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? No. No, I didn't either. Oh, this one's so awkward. I mean, I, I don't even want to talk about if we were attracted to anybody. Why is that awkward? I don't know. It's always weird when I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's like young people. Although I guess she's like middle Well, it doesn't have to be Britney Spears. Right. It can be anybody. Well, who? Mr. Streisand? <laughs> Babs. <laughs> I'd love to take Babs out for a pork taco. (laughs) Now that I know what she loves to eat. Hey, Babs, it's Tega. Listen, call me back. I'd love to take you out for a pork taco, babe. Babs, babe, whatever. Oh, I'm just nervous. Anyway, click. I like her so much. Oh, my God. I mean, I wouldn't mind being stuck in an elevator with, with Barbara Streisand. I mean, it's not, this wasn't really about Barbara Streisand. And she she's smells- not in the documentary at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, now it's gone to the point. Are you attracted to anyone that we've <laughs> mentioned? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what if you're stuck in an elevator with Babs and she sniffs pork tacos in your purse? Uh, you mean I have them in my purse, and she's yeah, like, "Hey, just, Heinz, I hey, I can smell it. I can you've smell taken, it. You've taken this to a ridiculous place, Tig. Okay, who are you attracted to, Jason Alexander? Yeah, I'll say Jason Alexander. Who are you attracted to, Babs? <laughs> <laughs> I said I want to take her out for a pork taco. <laughs> What? Now that I have that inside scoop, I'm going to look now, so now good you know. when I take her to a taco truck <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Babs, get any pork taco you want. It's on my dime. I'm paying for it with my podcast cash. Uh, by the way, I think one of our producers, Gabby, uh-huh. was the person that got Barbara. Uh-huh. The tacos from the taco truck. Oh, so this wait. is probably the story, story goes on. <laughs> we should have Gabby in as a special guest for a follow-up episode about Barbara Streisand's taco truck. A very special Barbara Streisand taco truck uh, episode. Okay, listen. I think that's it. I think that's gonna do, do it. Do you think we could get Babs on the show? Oh, boy. I don't know. I want to say no. Do you have her phone number? Uh, maybe. Email? I definitely have her email. Or her people's email. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure you, <laughs> you have her There's really nothing to brag about. <laughs> oh, I know her rep. <laughs> her rep who reps 50 other people? <laughs> that you can Google. <laughs> um, should we move into, you want to hear some true fan mail? Of course, of course. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? You read it. I don't really have my glasses on. Um, so these, these are real um, People letters. believe they're real. <laughs> I don't, I don't People aren't listening going, there's no way these are real. <laughs> okay. This looks like a long one. I haven't read it yet. Okay, here we go. Dearest Tig and Cheryl, T- I hope is- this finds you well. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, this is from Dusty M. Oh. Okay. Something embarrassing happened to me, and I have to tell someone. Oh, I'm glad it's us. Unbeknownst to me, <laughs> the podcast app I use allows you to speed up the audio. I didn't know that I've been listening to all my podcasts for the past two years <laughs> at 1.25 times the speed. <laughs> I found out when my husband and I decided to listen together, and I insisted he had it slowed down. The worst part is, in an attempt to seem worldly, I've been telling people how podcasts are, are edited so amazingly now, really making things feel fast and informative and marveling at how the host can speak so quickly and clearly at the same time. <laughs> so today I listened to True Story for the first time at normal speed. It was really oh. hard to get used to. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, let's see. It was really hard to get used to. I've been listening to you both thinking you sounded a little manic all the time. <laughs> now you sound super slow and awkward. Not sure if I should make myself get used to this or just resolve to live my life at 1.2 and a half times the speed from now on. P.S. You both sound much more reasonable at normal speed. At 1.25 times you always sound just a little extra annoyed (laughs) especially when cheryl says her catchphrase listen (laughs) you know what i think we should do for dusty m Hmm. we should do this thank you so much dusty m you know what and that way It'll sound completely normal. Normal. I will say this. You ever listen to the uh, to the car ads and they're like, I always thought, I always thought, how do they speak so fast? I really did not. Oh, is it sped up? I didn't know. But it has to be. Have you ever heard how quickly that goes? Stephanie can talk so fast. Stephanie, I, I, I'm telling you, it would blow your mind. She can count. She can uh, do the alphabet. She can. She can talk that fast. So maybe it's Stephanie on the car commercials. Yeah, but also they're on medicine commercials too. Yeah, I think they're sped up. Let's. Can be you do? Can you do um, your best impression of one of those commercials without mumbling? Uh, I don't know what the. Um, Coming to Chevrolet for the next two years, we have a special. <laughs> so the answer is no. Can you? 
Do, uh, I can't, but do you want to hear, this reminded me of something that I do that makes Stephanie laugh and maybe uh-huh. it'll amuse you and our listeners. Mm. I think it's so funny when you call in to a place and they have a hold. Hold music? You know, they, yeah, they, and not just hold music, but like a hold message. Yeah. So you call your grocery store and it's like, <laughs> you call and they put you on hold and it's like, Thank you for calling your neighborhood Whole Foods Market, where sunshine at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, like in the middle of like the most, like, the most important upbeat. Uh, or, or yeah, thank you for calling your local pavilions, where the neighborhood pavilions. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so we love hearing your messages, you guys. Oh, right, right. Re- we really do. I have really to say do. our fan base. I love our fan base. I do too. And it's so fun to read because they seem like they really are happy and enjoying it and laughing really hard and that they get it and they seem and they like cool people. Yes. I have found myself when I can't go to sleep at night or if I'm having a bad day, I'll mm. go and read reviews and hear and see what people are writing and how mm. much they love this show. And it just like, I don't know. Are you know. crying? I am about to. Oh, Are God. you? <laughs> Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. Tell, talk it through. Talk it through. I'm not going to cry. But You're I'm crying. <laughs> because it brings me so much joy okay i'm not gonna keep talking because i will cry (laughs) she is crying they're they're joyful tears but you're touched i'm touched that's the thing i'm touched i am touched by these guys i can tell and i listen i'm not crying (laughs) um but i am very touched and i have noticed that i feel like the people that write in are not they don't seem like lunatics they don't Mm-mm. seem like weirdos mm, they smart. seem like funny smart people mm-hmm. that get it and yeah. it and it shocks we appreciate me appreciate it shocks you because sometimes there's some crazy people out <laughs> there <laughs> so. okay no i agree i completely agree okay um that's it do you have anything to uh, no, promote? I'm, I'm not going to promote anything. And I don't want you going into a long. Do you have one quick thing to promote? Yeah, I would quickly, love. Quickly, quickly. Well, I don't, just don't let it be anything stupid. Mention ag- nope. again that Mm-mm. my podcast, okay. Don't Ask Tig, was yeah. nominated, nominated for post- Best Comedy Podcast. And if you haven't gotten my book yet, oh. it's called I'm just a person. Okay. I have a TV okay. series called One Mississippi. All right. So yeah, that's exciting that that uh, Don't Ask Tig Netflix was nominated. Special. What was the name of the um, the award it's nominated for? Ambies. Don't ask me. Yeah. Okay. Don't ask Tig. <laughs> Ambies. I guess the Ambies. It's the first year, and it's the audio equivalent. Equivalent to. Um, Emmys or Oscars or Grammys, right. Tonys, that whole thing. It's exciting. So, Congratulations. Well, I know you're saying it through your teeth. I am. Your big teeth. Th- 
if I was going to pick out my own teeth, they would never go this big. I told you, I think about it all the time. All right. Well, all right, should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. All right. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Tig Notaro, and Cheryl Hines. It's produced by Gabi Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really, really appreciate the reviews. You can email us at tigandcherylTrueStory at gmail.com. Next week, we're talking about the King of Kong. That was a HeadGum Podcast.